0: Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat, Speed podcast—the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy and Steve Wilson. The uh, you know it, Steve, it is Restaurant Week coming up next month. Mm-hmm. They're about to have the kickoff as we uh, speak here in Crockett Row. And we're at and, Crockett Row. Uh, we're in Crockett Row today, and that's why you hear all the a little bit of noise in the background. Things are picking up for a lunch run at Crockett Row, and we're very happy to be in uh, El bolero in Crockett Row. With the El Bolero, Vice President of Operations Blake Swisher. Hello, Blake. Hi. It's great to meet you guys. You know, uh, we wanted to come out here. First of all, I mean, I've been so you know several times now, and uh, you know, El Bolero is, I think, it, at this point, it might be the best Fort Worth restaurant nobody knows about.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're you're,
0: you're well <laughs> hidden behind scaffolding yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of construction. you you bear kind of the burden of being the what's that space in Crockett Row, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, you know, people don't really know what you have, and I you know. The um, the I mean I've been to Jose and some of the upscale restaurants in Dallas and and uh, you know we thought it was big when Mesomaya and Masero opened here mm-hmm. and I think what you have is more interior Mexico upscale than either Mesomaya or Masero and uh, you know I, I just I think that uh, that what you're doing in in, in uh, Crockett Row is something more for, for people should know about and now you've also uh, made some changes and made some uh, lunch. Uh, added some lunch specials and done some things to bring it to more people so tell us tell everybody who doesn't know what El Bolero is a little bit about El Bolero
1: well we're 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 a regional uh, Mexican cuisine right so we, we like to think of ourselves as like a po- polished casual right so you can walk in and you can still be in shorts and a t-shirt and enjoy really good food yeah
0: it's not uppity <laughs>
1: no no, no,
0: no. There is one restaurant in that has a dress code. It's a couple of blocks away over here. This, That's not it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, we, we just really want to celebrate. Uh, I, actually, I, I was listening to one of the podcasts, and you had mentioned us, and you said uh, uh, you, you kind of classified us as a Mex-Mex. And I was like, yes. that's awesome. Like, I, I haven't <laughs> heard that yet. But uh, we we definitely want to – nothing against Tex-Mex, right? We love Tex-Mex, too. We're from Texas. so But we want to also showcase – the regional aspect of what else Mexico has to offer rather than just burritos and nachos. You know what I mean? Not not to saying that, all Tex-Mex is just burritos and nachos, but we we really want to like focus on like Cochinita Pibil. Uh, Our fajitas uh, that come out are more brazas, so they're not really on a a flaming skillet so much as they're just a family style, awesome fajita that's marinated to perfection.
2: I, I actually had that yesterday. Yeah. It just, yeah, it just came right on a plate, not mm. a sizzling
0: yeah. flour type thing. Yeah, that, that was uh, a wagyu beef fajita was right. it? yeah, wagyu beef what fajita. was impressive
2: about it, the uh, I, I like the uh, flavor. like uh, they I don't know what they marinated with but it, it has a really good flavor. And
0: were, they, were the flours corner, or, uh, were the flowers corner or with a tortillas corner flour?
2: Um they were a little thicker, smaller uh, tortillas, corn uh, tortillas. Yeah. tortillas yeah. So they're like wider, thicker, yeah. smaller yeah. corn tortillas. You know,
0: yeah. I mean, that's been, there's so many weird reactions here from people who are used to going to El Phoenix. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, but, oh, but yeah. But one of the reactions is, "What's up with those little tortillas?" Yeah, <laughs> and, the, and those little tortillas are just little slivers of gold. Oh, they're and, amazing. And uh, you, you do the street tacos on them, and they're, uh, you know, and they are just, uh, you know, I mean, they're, they're. I mean, we we ordered tortillas here the other night and the, the table these are people who don't even usually eat the tortillas yeah. and they said bring more of those tortillas." Yeah. <laughs> i mean it was really good
1: yeah i mean they're all made in house so from well, masika
0: well how did the, the the concept and the menu start out and and kind of go through kind of the tic-tac-toe here because the the uh the uh, Hacienda San Miguel started across the street sure. with some of these same dishes and flavors, mm-hmm. and then the chef was hired to help launch El Bolero, mm-hmm. and now it kind of came full circle and came back. And so some of this is a little bit of familiar of, 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 of from Hacienda San Miguel.
1: Sure, some familiar flavors. Uh, a lot of it was uh, was driven, uh, again, just a lot of old older recipes with like a newer flair to it. Uh, so we, we definitely want to make sure that we we're we're showcasing everything so whenever uh, we originally started the menu it was more of a okay we've got all these really great old recipes and we want to see how they do and how you know we started in Dallas so how Dallas is receptive to them and it was an overwhelming like everybody was everybody loved it so uh, from that point, we would say, okay, now we also want to get all our other chefs involved too, like especially our current chefs. Uh, so as we do, you know, s- small menu edits and things of that nature, we want to make sure all the chefs have input. They stay, they keep those creative juices flowing, and going from there.
0: Well, now, and we are in the middle of Crockett Row in the uh, in the space where uh, more familiar the Tillmans was for mm. a couple of years, and it's been a couple of other things, but mainly Tillmans. Uh, across from fireside pies you all have talked about we talked about tortillas tacos and fajitas it doesn't sound that different Mm -hmm. and i want to be sure that people understand that when they come to el bolero the real standouts here that make it very different from any other restaurant Fort Worth are the the Chilorianos mm. and the way that they're handled and presented. The Chilorianos. Anybody who really really loves Chiloriano will uh, will will be impressed here. And then all the seafood dishes. The uh, yeah, The, the, the uh, what other restaurants call uh, the uh, snapper huachinango, mm-hmm. You know the, uh, the 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 snapper dish, the shrimp, the scallops. The shrimp tacos, uh, they all rank really at the top of what, what's done over here. So talk about that and what you do that's not so Tex-Mex.
1: Well, we, we bring it in fresh, eh? <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. not the, not, again, not to say that Tex-Mex only brings in frozen, but uh, w- whenever we bring it in fresh, uh, we cut it down and we butcher it in-house. So we're not getting in pre-portioned fillets or anything like that. So we want to utilize the whole fish as well. So what what's different, I think, for us is more of the spices and the flavors are more old world mexico than uh some like for instance like tex mex like tex mex is very jalapeno forward very you know the the spiciness is higher whereas chili powder cumin jalapeno you got it uh so but we try to we try to make sure that we we want to stay true to our roots too right as far as uh authentic mexican cuisine well, And that means it's mild. It's and m- that means it's
0: some people say, you know, what's wrong with this? Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we want to we want to showcase, uh, we don't want to burn people's mouths. We yeah. want to showcase how well we can produce flavors and not have a and, glass and, of milk and afterwards. And not just, yeah.
0: Not just have here, have some habanero. You
1: Absolutely. Well, actually, uh, we uh, do have a habanero sauce. You do anyway. have a habanero sauce.
0: <laughs> and I asked for it the other night uh-huh. because I read people in Dallas saying, ask for the for the hot sauce mm-hmm. because they, you have a, a, a mild table sauce and then a, gra- a creamy green sauce. Mm-hmm. And then and then I asked for the habanero sauce and the habanero, the hab- the, uh, habanero sauce was uh, was good too. I can't remember whether we used that on the snapper or on one of the other dishes. Mm. It really was too much for the snapper. I, we used the green sauce on the snapper. Oh, the tomatillo. Uh, yeah, yeah. the tomatillo on the snapper. We used the, the habanero on something else.
2: Although we're talking uh, the Mexican food being like mex mex but
0: uh, you do have the big basket of chips that come out and those are those are
2: huge chips
0: yeah okay. but, and that is something the reason you're talking about this steve because that's something that's caught people's eye People like gosh that place has great chips you know oh, yeah we'll stack our
1: chips up against anybody yeah and i'm i'm very confident i'm I'm from North Texas, yeah. So I've had a lot of chips and salsa in my life, yeah. Uh, and whenever I first came on with El Bolero, I was like, game changer, like this is this is it. Well, what are the
0: big sellers on the menu so far? What
1: what do people mostly order here, and what is the
0: Secret that they should order that sure. they don't know about.
1: Well, well, obviously our our enchiladas and our tacos, like you were kind of yeah. nodding to. A lot of people want to stay with what's familiar, right? In right. North Texas, tacos uh, and, and all that's familiar. What Green we,
0: chicken enchiladas are very popular here,
1: right? Uh, so what we want to also kind of remind, and hopefully we can kind of guide through the menu, is if you if you're looking for something else, yeah, we our fish is really good. So yeah. uh, our red snapper, but also just a seafood side. So we do uh, lobster. Uh, Fridays, Lobster Friday fajitas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so half off of the lobster fajitas, and it's, uh, like, especially in Dallas, it's, a, it's, it's our busiest lunch. Yeah, how much
0: is that? It's, like, 12 or something? $15. $15, $15 yeah. Friday lunch. Yeah,
2: they have a big deal oh, yeah, of it over there. $15 lobster I fajitas. I could have looked around. <laughs> right. no, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I had lunch here yesterday, that really caught my eye. Plus, I think it's on the back of their shirts and stuff, too. <laughs> yeah, <they were laughs> yeah well, promoting we, the and, Friday lunch. And it's uh-huh. good. I mean, like,
1: we wouldn't promote something that didn't have that flavor to back it up, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, like you, you, you talked about the seafood. Is there, a, you know, the 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 shrimp, the 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 snapper? It, it seems to be like a, a real couple of steps above what other uh, Mexican restaurants use here. Is it coming from a particular source or? Uh,
1: well, you know, we so like for instance, as a kind of a, a, a segue, the our calamari is domestic calamari, so yeah. we try to draw as much because like if you're getting. Chinese calamari. It's not going to have the same flavor profile. It's going to be a little more chewy. uh, But whenever we found this domestic uh, calamari, we were just blown away with like how tender it was. And you know, it hadn't been. You know, there's there's a certain process that it goes through, and it's amazing. So a lot of we do source uh, a lot of stuff as much as we can locally. A lot of we we work with a lot of really good vendors that help us out with that too.
0: And you do a little better business. I mean, I know weekday lunches are slow for everyone out here at Crockett Row, but you know, the, uh, but you do a little better business on weekends at brunch and people seem to have kind of caught on to coming in for the brunch, the chilaquiles.
1: Chilaquiles. Yeah. That's, that's a good stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, avocado toast, obviously. Uh, but, uh.
0: Avocado toast. What a um, Uh, yeah.
1: That should be in Spanish. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Uh, But the chilies, kielis, the like all of our brunch items are so good. And I feel like whenever people think of brunch, when I think of brunch, before I came on with El Bolero. Uh, I I was thinking, okay, like what local cafe can I go to? And I would have never thought that Mexican brunch could be so good, Uh, but it is. Like I I would encourage everybody to go out and try it.
0: I don't want to ignore your drink menu here. We talk more Mm -hmm. about food than about cocktails. Do you have a... A margarita called the Oil Man. The, oil, the oil Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What is the Oil Man, and what makes it uh, look like oil?
1: Yeah. So the 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 component that does that is the activated charcoal that we use. Okay. Which, so like, tra- when you hear, it, you're like, "What? That's so it's crazy." A, it's <laughs> a
0: charcoal margarita. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: that's yeah I, like I
2: wouldn't put that stamp on that. <laughs> I mean, but are you, yeah. you grilling the fajitas with this? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no. No. We're not. We're not taking the coals uh, from there. <laughs> <right. Yeah. laughs> but uh, it's actually very healthy conscious too. So uh, charcoal is a is a kind of a cleansing agent. You wouldn't think that it but doesn't cleanse any any of the alcohol out of the margarita though. No, so, no, 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 no. It still, actually gives it a bit of flavor, like you wouldn't think. Yeah. Uh, and then when you mix in the rock candy with it too, it's uh, yeah, it's a win. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm just second. Charcoal, rock candy, and mm-hmm. there's tequila in this, right? There's <laughs> totally <laughs> tequila okay. in this. That's that should like, that's, you'll definitely know there's tequila in there as soon as you take a drink. You're like, okay, yeah. yeah, this is where it's at. He
0: doesn't have to say this. It's a little bit of a gimmick, I think. Uh-huh. Steve, but it, it gets people's attention, uh-huh. and it's was at a Fort Worth. Drink for the oil for the oil men here was is is yeah. a Dallas and Fort Worth drink. It's Dallas and Fort Worth. Dallas mm. and Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, is there uh, is there something else that people order in Dallas that people in Fort Worth don't seem to order so much? Is there a difference between the two cities?
1: Um, I think right now Fort Worth really likes to stay with what's familiar. I think from from looking at p mixes, we've seen that Dallas ventures out more. They they utilize the whole menu, whereas right. Fort Worth seems to want to, you know, kind of stay in their comfort zone, which is perfectly fine. And we have all the offerings for that.
0: Papacita's, Uncle Julio's, Joe T's. That's what Mm -hmm. most people know. And they haven't, they haven't really, you know, broadened, uh, you know, know, I mean, there's, there was only like three years ago, there was only one restaurant serving Cochinita pibil here. Now there are about five. Yeah, absolutely. But that's something that was just barely
1: making it into town. Sure. and and being in the stockyards like Fort Worth is so cattle cattle forward right and so it's we want to have more more seafood. yeah yeah, check it out
0: you're gonna have more beef more wagyu absolutely sell more beef here Uh, this restaurant is a a, a, not only is it interior Mexico menu but it's also kind of a high decor Uh. and uh, you know talk about kind of some of the the look and the different um, the, the different things as you look around and I I tell people El, El Bolero is the shoeshine man. Is that the uh-huh, right? the shoeshiner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, and uh, there was a shine stand here somewhere? Uh-huh, yeah, it's right It's uh, right behind you. On the, okay, on, on, the, on the patio. Shine stand on the patio as you come in, and then some of the other decor is kind of eclectic Mexico.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, so it, we, it's kind of a. Uh, a nod to a fun like this wallpaper if you look at it it's just like wow look at all these cactuses right but uh it mixes in really well we want vibrant colors we want to make sure that you know if 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 you think that mexico is like should it be all like dark tones and stuff you're very mistaken it's it's all about really bright colors and and high energy yeah uh, and it's hard and it's hard to like walk in here and not feel some kind of energy real quick with this design Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've been uh, in Fort Worth, if you've been to Wild Salsa downtown,
0: where they have the Dia de los Muertos, uh, the Day of the Dead decor down there. I mean, mm-hmm. the El Bolero has a little bit of the same eclectic. Yeah, the decor. Bright,
2: bright yellow chairs at the bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the, that really pops, and the uh, the cactus. There's the the flowers or oh, yeah. yeah, the cactus flowers. It's
0: not just cactus. There's actually flowers on the on the wallpaper. Yeah. It's, uh, it's more fun than um, mm-hmm. than uh, Mesomai, and of course, Macero is just pretty. Clean and straight up contemporary, but yeah, uh, it's, what the, it's what the kids are calling Instagramable. Instagrammable, you know I mean? yeah, very, it's great, very it's great spots for you to yeah, take. Yeah, no, that's I saw videos. the pictures of somebody's birthday party at the mm-hmm, at yeah. the Bolero in Dallas the other night, and all the pictures of the of the scenery. Uh, Blake, let's see, uh, Restaurant Week is coming up now by the time most people listen to this the party will have passed but mm. what do you
1: serve for the kickoff party for restaurant week uh, so we served a pollo camole tostada so okay. it's gonna it's gonna be like a mini tostada okay. and it's gonna also showcase our uh, pollo camole okay uh, actually we've got some food coming right now oh good. Oh, uh, wow. we got some <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah so a lot of a lot, everybody's kind of unaware that we have a sort this, this is the this seven is dollar lunch right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is special to four
0: words these are all seven dollar plates and uh, he's bringing out chilaquiles, mm-hmm. uh, chilaquiles with a little pico, uh, chicken green chicken enchiladas with a little white rice. Or uh, those are are those the Al Wagyu pastor, beef? El uh, pastor, pastor, pastor tacos. tacos. Mm-hmm. These are all little seven dollar specials. Uh, this is a good helping of chilaquiles. This is ten or twelve. This is ten dollars, I think, the chilaquiles. So mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then the seven dollar uh-huh. enchilada and taco plates. Mm-hmm. So you can have the same the same kind of lunch special you expect at the Tex-Mex restaurants, you can come out here and spend it, and about is, the same amount of money. This is new for y'all, right? It this is. is a yes, new, it is and new. And this is
1: Fort Worth only? Uh-huh, it's Fort Worth yeah, only. Yeah, this is Fort Worth uh,
0: only lunch specials to kind of stir things up. Everybody on Crockett Row uh, has had trouble kind of stirring things up at lunchtime. Sure. So I mean, we,
1: we also want to be more approachable, right? So, I mean, it's you, you, we want to make sure that it, with lunch, it's it's all about, it's we want to mix flavor with speed, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we want to kind of get a consolidated menu at a, smaller portion because if you're serving dinner portions all the time it's going to be real hard to uh, get that in but we have to go boxes also
0: steve, <laughs> let's hand steve some of this but yeah absolutely. we're talking yeah. with blake swisher from el, okay. el bolero yeah. thank you el bolero is in the middle of crockett row um, next to fireside pies in the uh in the block you know between the movie theater and the food hall and they now have a seven dollar lunch menu mm. if you've been to el bolero and had the uh the twenty or thirty dollar items the big dinner items or or some of the uh, some of the nicer things you can come back and have a a less expensive lunch and uh... why i like the tortillas those quesadillas look Mm -hmm. like they're made on And
2: uh, one thing i'd like to mention is is that uh, y'all's plating it's uh... you know a lot different than the Normal Tex-Mex plating sure. that you, that you see—it's it's a lot a little more the, vibrant, right? Yeah, it's a little, a little
0: more. Oh, it actually, looks a little more high-end. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. we like to say polished. polished drives, right? because we feel like high-end kind of drives yeah. people. It away, looks but.
0: nicer. Some people say, "Well, there ain't nothing on that plate," you know. But but it's 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 nice and clean, contemporary. Uh, you know, bright white plates with a, a reasonable portion of food on them. So mm. it's a uh, lunch. Let's see. Um, I, I bragged on the snapper. I bragged on the shrimp. Uh, the, on the, the scallops. Yeah. yeah, the chile relleno, uh, that's, you know, most people think of chile relleno their whole life they've gone, and it's been a big poblano that was stuffed with ground beef or cheese yeah. and slammed in the middle of a plate with
1: queso ranchero sauce on it. <laughs> queso and this, mostly, right. And this mm-hmm. is different. So talk about that relleno. So the relleno is, especially our haiba, right? So our crab, uh, which mm-hmm. you wouldn't think to have in a relleno, at least mm-hmm. I wouldn't think so. And so whenever we whenever we roll that out there's always like a whoa kind of you know it's sitting that's where the habanero sauce is right so it's sitting on top of that habanero sauce and Mm -hmm. it's uh it's great for uh if again if you if you're if you want to get into seafood a little bit and check it out that's a good way to kind of it's a good catalyst to get in there is jump in there and try some uh habanero it's so good i'm gonna um, i'm gonna take a bite
0: of quesadilla and while i do this I want you to talk about Crockett Row and how you came to pick Crockett Row, and uh, some of the. Uh, I mean, obviously you you have some opportunity here, but you also had a couple of challenges that people can see as they come by.
1: Sure, uh, it's, it's so we're we're definitely tucked in, like you had mentioned before, we're in the Tillman's, the old Tillman's place. Uh, so if that's if anybody knows where remembers where that is, <laughs> that's where we are. Uh, but coming to you know being in Dallas, and for me, I was a big proponent. I was a big. I was like, we need to get into Fort Worth because I'm from Fort Worth. So. Uh, i knew that this concept you know it might take a little time but people would resonate with it uh so we were looking around and you know we were presented with this opportunity with crockett row and we were like well we got to take that uh and right now yeah we we're kind of living in construction right now uh i'm mm-hmm. doing that with my house as well but we we love being here we love being uh, at this location and we feel like this is going to be a great jump off point for us to grow
2: let's see well i just tried the tacos and it was really good and the can you tell me a little bit about the, the tortilla? Sure, yeah. yeah. So the
1: corn tortillas we make in-house. This recipe that we use, you know, whenever we mix in, we have our other sort right. of mm-hmm. ingredients that we're mixing in with it that give it that real corn. It, it mm-hmm. highlights the corn flavor mm-hmm. of it. Do you yeah.
0: still have, has this replaced, is there still like the three taco combination at lunch? I mean, I came here once and I had like a, a, that, was a week, that was a weekend. It was mm. a weekend I had a breakfast taco, this taco, and then a, probably a... Oh, you had Chicken a breakfast taco? taco? Yeah.
1: Oh man, our breakfast tacos are killer. Yeah, and that's killer. another thing. Your, ref-
0: your breakfast taco is way undersold. I, I agree. It's just like in I the agree. corner, says breakfast tacos, and it's you know far more than just another breakfast taco. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it, it's a, it's kind of a real deal special, and it's less expensive than the other tacos. But it's it's. Small and has just—it's full of flavor. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, full of full of a good little egg goodness.
1: Yeah, and you're normally just saying breakfast tacos sells itself. Yeah. So it's if if you're in on a Saturday or yes. a Sunday for brunch, you, I would hundred percent. Check out our breakfast tacos. Steve's going to try an enchilada here. Mm. Talk about how you have all these. Yeah, it looks diff- like it's fish or something.
0: Is it? Oh, is it? Uh, no, that's a yeah, shredded, sh- chicken. shredded chicken. Shredded chicken. Okay. No, no. Shredded white okay. meat. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so we
1: can, we roast all of our our, our whole chicken and then yeah. we then we pull from that. So it's more pulled chicken.
0: You judge chicken enchiladas by the quality of the chicken. So Absolutely. You look at whether it's a, a good white meat, whether it's roasted, mm-hmm. whether it's marinated, shredded, what kind of flavor there is to it. Uh, you know, you 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 want to look for a. A good quality chicken and Absolutely. chicken enchiladas, yeah. so, along with the green sauce. So. We, you're, you're lucky that uh, you can't see this since I uh, how I stuff this. <laughs> Steve, a of, was that a little, maybe we should have had them hold the crema on that, Yeah, Steve. maybe
1: a little less on the crema. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was very good. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. The good. Uh, chicken has a good flavor to it. Great. Yeah. So we we roast the whole like the the thing was is we were doing like half chickens. We were trying other things, but when we started roasting a whole chicken and then really letting it slow cook oh man it, it was a world of difference you have a chicken on the menu
0: too don't you, you mm-hmm. have yep, a, yeah we have a couple the have, pollo a,
1: asada and uh the uh the mole
0: pollo, pollo mole. so mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a, a restaurant with a, a, a wide diversity it has a few of the simple things you know and it has a lot of new dishes you should try and it's probably the highest end Mex Mex restaurant that I remember <laughs> in Fort
2: that, that, I, you know, yesterday when I had my lunch I had charo beans with it yeah. um, there was a lot of stuff in, you know there were some beans in there too but there was lots <laughs> yeah. of uh, there was like pork yeah. uh, fat and mm. and uh, uh, chorizo yeah. but there was a lot of stuff in the beans it was, uh, you know it's a lot higher end than I think of Charlevoix.
0: Considering the price point, you go over to uh, Papa <clears> and they're <throat> charging twenty-two dollars for an enchilada plate. Yeah, you know you can come over here and have a lot more variety and a lot more flavor. So I I, I've, I asked to meet with you because I've been impressed awesome. with several visits here and, and really like it brought people back. Well, we're glad to get you. And, um, you know, hope that, uh, hope that more people are able to discover you here in Crockett Row. Mm-hmm. We were talking about what else is going on in Crockett Row, the food hall. And yeah, the uh, Hooker's Grill.
2: Hooker's yeah. Grill is <laughs> open, Steve. Did you go over and have an onion
0: burger? Um, I'm planning to actually try that right after this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the Hooker's Grill is the new uh, burger spot, and it, uh, it's Oklahoma-style onion burgers, which... I know people in Fort Worth may not know, but in El El Reno, Oklahoma, there are three diners in this town of 15,000, and they sell a lot of burgers because they take a a ball of ground beef about the size of a a, a rubber rubber ball, about the size of your fist, they plop it on the grill, and they take another fistful of onions, diced Mm -hmm. onions, plop that on top of the meat, and then they take a bricklayer's trowel, and mm-hmm. push down and they push all the onions into the meat and it grills out into a burger patty that's filled with onions and uh, the smell of onion burgers mm-hmm. probably will be radiating this far from from the food hall but the, the <laughs> onion burgers from Oklahoma mm-hmm. will um, you know I mean people people smell those onions and they say well, I've, I've got to have mm-hmm. that there it's in the back of the food hall so having them back there makes you walk all the way through the food hall just to see what that smell is back there mm-hmm. and then uh, now uh, they've done, you know, onion burgers have been in that way my whole life, but now, the last 20 years or so, they have this great uh, new development of jalapeno burgers. that are mm-hmm. done the same way, so they take grilled jalapenos and diced and push them into the meat, so you can have an, a, a, a grilled jalapeno burger uh, all, you know, f- pushed into the meat, mm-hmm. and you can have, you know, single, double, whatever you want. They also have Oklahoma-style Coney Islands with a sweet chili that's more of a mm-hmm. Cincinnati chili, and the... Uh, So anyway, they have – Hooker's Grill is new in the back. There's also a new pretzel
1: place in the food hall. So you'll have a good time over there. Isn't there, like, a new cinnamon place right down here? Cinnamon. Uh, The the cinnamon rolls or –
0: There is a cinnamon roll place. And and, and he pointed – It's vegan, isn't it? And and, uh, Blake pointed – oh, the vegan cinnamon rolls. Blake pointed toward the movie theater around the side of the movie theater next next to Sweet Sammy's is the – Vegan cinnamon roll place, yeah, where it's all these great cinnamon rolls. Interesting. That you, <laughs> yeah. you don't even think about them being. Yeah, vegan. yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. They they don't taste like yeah they're yeah. not yeah. different they're know. not anything you need <laughs> to avoid <laughs> you're right you know, they're, yeah, they're, they're really good cinnamon roll yeah, yeah. It. Oh, so that's a, y'all have to be vegan to eat them exactly. and the, yeah and the only the only problem Who they're having the is that they're, they're right next to sweet Sammy's, which has great uh, ice cream sandwiches with homemade cookies oh yeah and uh, you know and this has been a you know they were ahead of the curve on ice cream sandwiches mm. being being popular so yeah. sweet Sammy's is sammies and, and
2: we mentioned that uh, they were kicking off restaurant week uh, here in Crocker row, but uh, t- uh, what about Restaurant Week? But the Restaurant
0: Week opens um, the uh, in, it, it's almost all the month of August. It mm-hmm. opens October second, uh, depending when restaurants open th- second, third, fourth, mm-hmm. and it runs through September second. Mm-hmm. So it's all the whole month of, of August is Restaurant Week at most of the restaurants. Some of them still stick to the original week when it mm-hmm. started. It was just one week, Lonesome Dove is participating but only for the first week so in the first week of august mm-hmm. you can have the steak that made tim love famous <laughs> the garlic stuffed tenderloin mm-hmm. for 49 dollars with uh, and that's as part of a three course menu for 49 yeah, you know, dollars.
2: his iron chef uh, thing yes they did, that was one right? well, iron
0: chef half of the still to this day half of the customers at lonesome dove Look, all of his menu, all of his wonderful choices, mm-hmm. they want the garlic stuffed That's, tenderloin. Yeah, it's yeah. his number one thing. And so you could have that on a three-course dinner for $49 on Restaurant Week the first week of August. John Bonnell participates for the first two weeks of August mm-hmm. at Bonnell's. He has some great steaks and dishes at his restaurant, too. And um, And then, but most of the other restaurants... Uh, do it all four weeks of august and my big tips for restaurant week we'll be talking about this the whole month mm-hmm. but there are some restaurants where dinner is only $39 and i would suggest that you go e- try one of these extra special deals a three-course dinner for $39 at silver fox steakhouse mm-hmm. at pico in arlington which is old world italian at uh, Piola, in the, near the medical school, on the west side of Fort Worth, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a beautiful Italian restaurant, or in Clear Fork at Rise Souffle. Oh yeah, Rise. You can uh, have mm-hmm. two souffles. You can have the the yeah. either the 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 opener salad, or you can have. You can have a, a uh, appetizer. So you can have well. You, I'll it? take it back. You can have the super salad appetizer, mm-hmm. then the uh, savory souffle, and then the dessert, dessert souffle, souffle. Right, and that's all thirty nine dollars on, on yeah. Restaurant Week. So. Yeah,
2: a lot of people are just familiar with dessert, uh, dessert souffles, but right, you know, the, the, the chocolate uh, souffles. But, yeah, but but yeah, they do a regular savory souffle, mushroom
0: souffle, or mm-hmm. you know they have about ten different flavors of savory and about ten different flavors of desserts, mm-hmm. and so they'll be doing that for Restaurant Week for. Thirty-nine dollars for a three-course dinner, nice. but enjoy. There's there's more than uh, there's more than a hundred restaurants in Dallas-Fort mm-hmm. Worth running specials the month of August, including more than thirty in Tarrant County, quite a few in northeast and Arlington as well. And uh, of the the reason this is a big deal is because of the dinner price, twenty uh, percent of the money goes back to the Lena Pope Home Children's Agency in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So when you dine in Fort Worth, B&B Butchers is a great supporter and co-sponsor. When you dine at any of these restaurants in Fort Worth, like B&B or any of these others I've named, 20% of the bill goes back to support children's counseling, children's education, everything the Lena Pope Home Children's mm-hmm. Agency does in Fort Worth. In Dallas, it helps their food bank over right. there, mm-hmm. um, but that food bank doesn't come over here. So, right. you yeah. know, the, so the restaurants over here help the uh, help uh, the, the Lena Pope Home. Um, we'll have a couple more weeks to talk right. about restaurant right. uh, yeah because uh,
2: my wife has already set us up i think with uh, three reservations she's got you booked, <laughs> she's got you
0: booked up i'm glad right. yeah, this so. is really the time that everybody goes out to try oh, yeah. the restaurant that you've wanted to try all year long and they save up to go try uh, mm-hmm. the uh, 39 forty nine dollar special mm-hmm. in some ways it may be a bigger deal in fort worth than in dallas because in fort worth you have a lot of folks who sure. want to save up and you know, count their pennies and say, okay, now we can go to Lonesome Dome. Absolutely. Now we can go to Bunnell's and enjoy the atmosphere. So we'll be back talking more about that next week. We appreciate yeah. the hospitality of, of El Bolero. Most of all, we appreciate the enchiladas, tacos, and quesadillas. Yeah, I'm, getting, I'm getting back to this
2: taco right yeah, Blake now. <laughs> Swisher, yeah.
0: Blake Swisher of El Bolero, our, our, our guest. Thank you very much. Thank and you guys. gosh. Until next week, uh, you know, I'm Bud Kennedy.
2: And Steve Wilson.